you're a John Woo fan, don't get mad at us. Feel free to hate on us, though. Hey. We'd love to hear you back up this movie. That's what we like about this podcast. It's about discussing a movie. Yeah. My opinion is not the same as your opinion, so let's talk about it. Yes. Me and Gray love to argue on this podcast. It's the best part of the show. Beautifully said. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Crown Cinema Podcast. In this episode, we are going to watch the new Christmas movie by John Woo called Silent Night. I don't know much about this movie, to be completely honest with you. Here's a last-minute pick, but I do believe it's an over-the-top fun Christmas action movie that should be pretty fun to watch. Excellent. I'm feeling the holiday spirit, and I'm liking what we got going on. Yep. Another whiskey yep. episode? Yeah, I'd say so. Now, before we watch the movie, Gray, what you got? How's your new job been? We haven't been updating on your life recently. Ooh, uh, cool, man. Boring? Not so boring, but it's boring to talk about, probably. Fair enough. Yeah. You look very corporate. Yeah. You're nice. All I'm missing is the tie. Your nice sweater. Got your nice shoes on. I had I had an I had a lunch today. Are those yeah. Nike shocks with your dress shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, but how could you know? But uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, but not cool to talk about. It's fair. Not nearly as cool as what is it called? Silent Night. The Silent Night. Um, I know John Woo's done one of the shittier Mission Impossible movies. He did the second one. Oh really? Yeah, I just remember him from a uh, Suicide Squad two, which is that's the actor. I, John Woo is not the actor. John Woo is a director. Oh my bad. Okay, I heard that wrong. So this whiskey's hidden. <laughs> 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 no, but John Woo did the second Mission Impossible, and ever, yeah, the second one, ever. Tom Cruise. Yep. His second Mission Impossible. Yep. That was a good one. I liked it. Here, look that one up. Is that the... Uh, yeah, that's the one with the bioweapon. Granted, granted, I was a kid. Yeah, the, I I used to thought, I thought I loved it yeah. when I was a kid. And then okay. I rewatched it, and I was like, this movie sucks. Damn, I need to go back and watch Fast and Furious 4 then, because I definitely loved the shit out of that movie when I was a kid. Now, Don't the, the Mission me. Impossible second, the number two, it had one of the coolest scenes at the very end. If you, Do you remember that movie at all? Mm-mm. Well... Maybe, Scott, if you could pull up this scene. It's like the last scene. They're in the beach. He kicks a gun up. So Tom Cruise is faced off with you know the bad guy at the very end. It's a big showdown. And they're standing on the beach. And then wind kind of blows. And Tom Cruise is weaponless. But as the wind blows, it kind of uncovers a gun buried in the, in the sand. And so Tom Cruise kicks the sand. The gun flies up into the air. He drops, catches it, and shoots the guy. It's one of the cool. bad... Okay, here we go. Can you turn it up? Oh. oh, wow. There's... Is he very martial arty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is so martial arty. I did not realize. No wonder why I loved it as an eight-year-old. Well, 
I think that rock's taking you out, but I get it. God, he just sat back and took that like a school course. <laughs> a school course? That's real. They dangled a knife that close to his uh, eye. Well, that's not the craziest stunt he's ever done. I think that was the stunt for the movie. That's that's how that's early it was. One, yeah. That was the big stunt is a knife near his eye. They didn't know what he really had in him. is gonna die dude that whole time didn't even get the damn cave may as well just watch this here skip forward a little bit Scott let's see if we can get this okay here we go go back go back this is what I'm talking about The wink. Perfect catch. It was that single moment in that entire movie that made me think this is my favorite movie of all time. Was the gun kick in the sand? I'm sure it did when you were a little child. Still was pretty cool. It's kind of stupid, but still was pretty cool. No, that's cinema, baby. That's cinema. Just the villain giving him all the time in the world to think about how he can get out of it when reality... You should soon, have killed me. Yeah, as soon as Tom Cruise like kicks it up and starts turning around... I just unloaded the clip on Tom Cruise. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be cool. Right. I'm sorry, how did we get here? Oh, he directed that. <laughs> yes. Right, that was his idea. Yeah. So that, if yes, all right, that gets me excited. That means it should just be over the top. Hollywood action, baby. I'm wrong with that. It's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Speaking of watching, shall we watch it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. And we're back. We just watched Silent, Silent Night. Night a week later. Yes. All right. What do you think about it? Um, we've definitely been on the wave of movies without dialogue lately. Yeah. <clears throat> it was cool. It was about what I expected, which was just all right. A Hollywood action movie, but, you know, doing it a little bit differently. But, yeah, pretty much what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about it is, is it seemed like the momentum would die all the time. Mm. There'd be a badass because the fight scenes were insane. Awesome fight scenes. And then it would cut to him pausing and like sitting in the car thinking that happened so many times where like 
you want to just start to see him become a badass and just get after it. And then, it, but he always has a lull where he like sits back and thinks about his son again or thinks about whatever the case. Yeah, it's like, dude, we understand. We've been through. We've seen it all. We know how much pain you're in. Yeah, let's see you go kick some ass. I'll uh, I'll kind of argue with that just because I think this movie does a really good job of like doing it justice that he wants revenge and like the audience is like yeah like this dude is well deserving of just like killing all the gang members and right so yeah. like they set it up well but yeah like i definitely i don't know you have to understand um because going into it i'm thinking okay he's probably like a badass military dude like that's his background <laughs> he's <laughs> no. an electrician yeah and uh so that was a bit odd like he you know he probably wasn't like a violent guy like his entire life or at least they're kind of setting it up that way yeah he's just a normal dude he's like an electrician like a truly normal family man like all he wanted to do was just love his wife love his kid work his job yeah just come home from work play some soccer with his kid (laughs) that's all he ever wanted to do so in regards to that you think of just any normal person that i mean their life has just taken a full 180 and so I think like it's kind of showing in the moment, like after he kills these people, or after he does this, he's just like probably sitting there contemplating like, how did this happen? How did I get here? Yeah. I mean, so I kind of, I kind of appreciated it. Yeah. But it just, I felt like they showed you enough in the beginning. It's like, okay, we get it. Cause for me in the beginning, I f- was like, all right, dude, we get it. You're sad. Like, let's get some stuff going on. Cause <laughs> like he's letting his wife works. He's, just drinking himself away when his wife also lost her son. Mm-hmm. But the wife doesn't really seem to give a fuck, though. Oddly enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, she's, you know, she tells him, she's like, I'm hurting too. But not as bad as him. I mean, he got shot for it. He lost his voice. He can't talk. So he's also really mad about that. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I think there's just like, like I, thought, I thought the shooting in the throat silent night movie title concept is cool, but I felt like the other character should have talked something like at least like, yeah, the scenes could have been a lot better if the other characters would have talked to him. And like, like I thought it would have been funny if in the, when he's in the gun range and he's like very obviously, like I'm thinking about him finally getting a hold of a gun and pulling the trigger and seeing how it feels and then him imagining shooting everybody that killed his son mm-hmm. and shot his neck and all the gang members just like pulling that trigger and I felt like with the, if the gun and firearm instructor was like talking to him or like oh oh or something like surprised that he was so aggressively shooting yeah I don't know I feel like a lot of scenes could have been a lot better if there was some dialogue from the other characters and he just looked at him like a John Wick kind of deal yeah yeah uh just interesting way to like go into it with the movie just not talking and everything but there's also just points where I'm like no there would definitely be an exchange of some sort like Kid Cudi being the cop the detective yeah. who just like, comes out just gunslinging out of nowhere yeah comes gunslinging out of nowhere like any police officer is not just like going along with this and then even if he is he needs to like address it like he walk, <laughs> he yeah. comes into the room with a gun like any cop is gonna be like freeze something (laughs) you know literally they would say something he's not just gonna not talk so but you know this is a and again this is a very much it's a movie that they're trying to play to christmas in action and it's 
meant to serve this like almost like kitschy purpose. So having it not be any dialogue, that's also adds to the specialty of the movie because it's literally a Christmas intense action revenge movie. Yeah, it's no talk, but there's no dialogue. Yeah, it's all action. Yeah. So that adds to it, but it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. No, but the fight scenes, like I said, were badass. Like those were top tier. Like there's fight no complaints with the fight scenes. Every, the they sound, were always so soundtrack cool. was good. The music was good. Yeah. But it's like the fight scenes, they were always clever. Like I, it was always between the fight scenes where you're like, what are you doing? Like fucking get the thing. Like yeah. shoot the person. Yeah. That, that gets annoying. But in the fight scenes within themselves, they would always grab whatever they could. And it was very uh, creative yeah like whenever he's fighting the dude and he I think it's a guy he's like in this house with a he smashes him against the laundry machine you know he's trying to choke him out put, smashes his head against the laundry machine and then he opens the laundry machine up again to smash his head again like that's clever there's a lot of cool little you know things like that through the fight scenes that were clever I thought and there was never a lull in the fight but it was always after the fight when it would be like what are you doing shoot yeah. the guy and that gets annoying. It's just uh, it's just a little weird. Like, you think about... Like, I get it. It's a movie, Hollywood. Like, obviously, this is very just overdramatic, over the top. But then I think about, like, other action movies, like Die Hard. And, like, the things that happen to him, the things that he does, like, they make sense. Like, the decisions, the fact that yeah. he's, like, well-trained, like, he's a police officer from New York, all that. But in this movie... Like, it's just kind of hard for me to believe that this dude just worked out in his garage for a year. And that is all cool, of a sudden, though. he turns into, like, Batman, pretty much. Like, I do like that, though. And, and they also showed cool, that later like, that he's, he's a newbie, because you see him, you know, you expect him to be a badass, because the trailer and everything about it makes mm-hmm. it seem like it's badass. Yeah. But whenever you see him finally kill somebody, he's kind of like, oh, fuck, like, I just killed that person. Yeah. You know, he's still shocked, because he's literally a normal guy who just barely could do a sit-up and a pull-up. And now he's fucking John Wick. Yeah, but it's cool, but it's just it's hard to buy it. Like he, but just, he had a whole year of just intense focus training, and and also but he's, he's not like just think about this. Like when he's driving the Mustang, and he's just shooting people like right in the chest, right in the head, like while moving, like. He didn't learn that from the gun range, just shooting at a tart like. Yeah, but he got accurate. Because if you notice in the beginning, in, in the gang members, it seemed like they were notorious for having horrible aim. Like they're both side by side, <laughs> sticking their guns yeah. out of the car, pouring at each other, missing. Yeah. They're like shooting up in the air. just They're just holding their gun out, pulling the trigger. Yeah. They're not really aiming. And he, you, <laughs> it's funny because you even see that at the very end with the last battle with the bad guy. Yeah. When he, like, right, so... The main characters, Brian, I think it was, what's his name? I didn't even get his name. In the letter at the very end, it said Brian. Okay. Love Brian. He was shooting his gun. You know, he's aiming, obviously. Like, we know what it looks like. He's practicing it. He looks like he's trying to aim and kill somebody. But whenever the gang guy puts his gun up, he's like, he puts the gun above his head and, like, yeah. aims down. Like, and they have no regard for aim. Yeah. So that also kind of shows if you just train a little bit, like he's got the upper hand on these gang members. Yeah. They're all horrible shots. Yeah. But then I think about like the fight scenes. I mean, this dude is straight up like a badass, but like all he did was just punch a dummy and watch YouTube YouTube videos. And that's just where I'm like, anything is possible with YouTube. YouTube University. I get it. I literally called it. 
in the movie theater, I was like, damn, like we could do this? <laughs> just watching some YouTube videos? No, not how it works. We just watched it. It does work. <laughs> yes, in a very realistic movie, we did just learn yes. that this is very possible. Um, I just, you know, it it was okay. Like yeah. just the whole concept of he goes from an electrician to like a, a murderer, like Punisher type character. Yeah. In a year from tra- training in his garage and like driving his Mustang around in a parking lot. Yeah. It's just as an audience, like it's just kind of hard to buy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot too that I f- felt like it was, I was missing. Like it just, it wasn't a hundred percent satisfying movie. Like there's things I wished happened. Like again, it's really annoying whenever they don't do something that is obviously the right choice. Yeah, they just pure coincidence decide not to just for the sake of you know make like it's annoying when he rolls up to an alleyway and sees four gang members and and is, he's facing them. He can't. He's not just gonna step on the gas and run them over. Yeah. Like I want to see that just rage. Like he was in pain, so much fucking pain, and he is pushing himself to the limits, learning how to become John Wick. Yet when he sees an enemy, he's not like full rage, spark, just like ready to fucking destroy. Yeah. After all this buildup and pain, he not he's not gonna just instant react. He's like got to plan it out and drive around. Yeah. Like that momentum. Like let's see a fucking let's get into it. Yeah. You built it up for so long. Let's get into it. And then, like, dude had like a. Tony Stark, Iron Man, bulletproof vest there at the end. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd be interested to see like what the shot count was that he just took bullets like straight to the chest. I mean, at least, at least twelve bullets. Probably. I, yeah, I was thinking that, and I, like you know, it's just it's kind of it's just hard for me to buy it. It's like that's but just, you could take probably twelve bullets in a bulletproof vest. It won't break on you. I don't think from that close range. And like, it just hurts like a motherfucker is what it, Yeah, like his ribs are definitely broken. And yeah, like, yeah, you know, he got hurts. stabbed in the leg, like all this. And like, he still is able to fight. Like, that's just, I get it. He's on the revenge tour. Like he's like just fueled up high yeah. on just killing these people. But at some point, like your body would just give out in real life. I get it's a movie. But you're... If you do have insane willpower, like he obviously does, yes, you can push past the limits you think you have. Yes, like I've always heard, Navy SEALs or you know the best endurance athletes talk about how you're really when you think you're done, when you think you're maxed out, you're really only at about forty percent exhausted. Like you still have sixty percent left in the tank if you really dig deep and push through. Like your body's not crapping on you that early. So in real life, you know, if you got that willpower and you're stabbed in the leg, it might hurt, but everything else still works. It's just a cut on your leg, if you really think about it. It hurts like a motherfucker, and it's deep. But in the grand scheme of your body, you can push through. 12 shots to the chest, close range. Bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest. Bulletproof vest. If that's the case, if I'm one of those gang members, holy shit, I would just wear that all the time. That would just be part of my attire. Every day. Yes. 100%. No. They're coming out in wife beaters, sweatpants. Because I think they make, I think they literally make, maybe you can look this up, Scott. I think they literally literally make the John Wick Kevlar suits. Kevlar is the material that they make bulletproof vests out of. That's where you can't, you can't puncture it. Mm. And like, you know how, you haven't watched all the John Wick movies. No. 
We need to do that. Not the biggest fan of them. They're awesome, dude. But to you, he has a Kevlar suit that is bulletproof. So he, like literally just a suit jacket that's bulletproof. So he like he'll pick his suit jacket jacket up like this to shield himself as he's shooting because mm-hmm. then they're not gonna puncture through his suit. Yeah. So I think they make those. I think it's real. So yeah, I mean, I think you can take bullets like that with a vest. I think it it hurts like a motherfucker, and as you're gonna get the wind knocked out of you, and you're not you're gonna broken, be in broken ribs. Broken ribs. You're gonna be in so much pain, but I don't think you die. Okay. What I wonder what the what's like the yeah is there a limit to how much it can take? I I, I guess I just can't go through the same hole again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, like I said, uh, after we left, like this whole movie is pretty much just like a Ford Mustang advertisement. Yes. I mean, that they put that thing to work. They they made the car red, too. I love on how... On top of it all. Yeah, I love how he... The inside of the car looked fucking perfect when he was driving it at the end scene. Mm-hmm. But when we saw how he was building it, it was janky. Yeah. There's no way he cleaned it up that well. He he Batmobiled the shit out He's of this John thing. Wick and Tony Stark. Yeah, like it. From YouTube. From YouTube. He probably have a little background knowledge on his from his electrical work, but still. Uh yeah, and yeah, I guess. But like he decked that thing out and it's just like How are you getting the money to do this? You were an electrician, your wife still works, you're not working anymore. Like, how how can you afford all this? The guns? All of it. I mean, there's just there are like holes in the plot. And, yeah. Uh, I just it was like throwing me off the whole movie. Hate to say, it was just a stylish eye candy movie. Because yeah. there was a lot of scenes that were kind of like uh, Bollywood esque. Yeah. There were a lot of kill shots and CGI car flips that were pretty over the top animated or over the top shot. Yeah. So. Very much like how a Bollywood movie is, like RRR. Yeah. I, I did, I will say, I like the visuals, especially towards the end, like just showing like how evil these people live. And so like, it just helps the audience like, oh yeah, understand like, damn, these are like, I mean, it's like these people are trying to go to hell. Yes. I mean, the main boss is doing drugs with his girlfriend or he's whatever. He's not doing them. He's drugging her. Yeah. He's drugging her and like, he's dancing with her and like, the decor in his room is like these like golden balls and then there's like skeletons like skulls yeah and all this it's like this dude is just totally into going to hell it's like he just it's like he's doing everything he possibly can to make sure that when he dies like it's not even a question yep he's going to hell that's just such an interesting concept to me because it's like have you really have you really thought about this you really think you want to go to hell for eternity or it's really just to show that he's a, a bad guy. It's like, oh, it's the guy with skulls in his room. <laughs> yes, he absolutely. But like, you're that evil. He's like, that evil. Like you're so evil. He that sends his henchmen off to go and mug and almost rape a girl mm-hmm. and a dude. They were a couple. Yeah. But then again, he's also good with the kids. Ironically enough, he's for the people. He's a he's complex. He's a complex character. Yeah. I wish we had gotten more backstory on him, honestly. I mean, all the tattoos. Like, he's got tattoos, like, all over his face, yeah. his head. and Oddly enough, for what the movie was, it was an hour 40. I think it was an hour 40. Okay. It felt like it could have been shorter. It I'd say It could have been, like, an hour so. 20, probably. Yeah. 
Or you keep it at an hour 40 and include some better backstory and stop fucking doing the same time with him listening to the music box. We get it. Yeah. Music box once, music box second time. Oh, no, the music box broke. Oh, no, it's back to being yeah. fixed. And I, I hate to say that they, like, overdid it because, you know, you got to understand, it's, like, the worst thing that could ever happen. Of like, course. losing a kid as a parent. Um, like, damn, you're right. They did it, like, five times. It was a lot, It dude. was a lot. And, and it's after a fucking badass fight. He just, like, runs away and, like, breaks for a second. Like, for example, like, to keep the momentum going by still not having the entire movie be a fight scene is, like, how about instead of him pausing and thinking when he, like, just kills people and he's, like, gunshots are going around him, but he stops and pauses because he's not, he's kind of done fighting. Why not just keep the momentum going and have him push the gas pedal down and keep driving fast like through the alleyway but him mm-hmm. still like thinking like I thought it would have been a cool scene when he pushes the police officer that he tried to save and she gets killed before she gets all the way in his car he has to leave her out because she's now dead He, it's a dark reality you have to remove the dead body even though it's a female police officer that you're trying to help it's a lost cause cut your losses he just sat there and paused and like was, his eyes were kind of like he was conflicted because he knew he had to do that, but it was also a dark thing for him to have to do just to disregard this dead body. So again, that would have been a cooler scene if he was like kicked her out and drove away, but it shot on his face with that conflicted same pain, but as he's speeding away because mm-hmm. he's le- he's even more so committing to that, like leaving the scene, being safe because he knows he has to do it, yet he could be conflicted because he doesn't like the fact that he has to do it. Yeah. So like pausing in the middle of the gunfight to me just kind of kills the entire excitement yeah. That was building. With that being said, he... Uh, what's this actor's name? I don't know. Suicide Squad Man? Yeah. Suicide Squad Man. <laughs> He's, uh, he is a great actor. Um, oh, he was like RoboCop too, was he not? Did well, he play he, RoboCop? In the new one? What's his name, Scott? Joel Kinnaman. Kinnaman. I don't know if he's RoboCop. Oh, yeah. The new one. 2014 RoboCop. Mm. But he does a very good job of because again the whole movie is like showing like a regular dude and what he's willing to do for revenge he does a great job of like having that like just like pain look yeah i thought his acting wasn't great but he was good at giving that pain look yeah like that's what after his... after he kills these people he just gives the look of like this isn't enough like this isn't satisfying but at the same time you're also seeing like how did this happen to me how how did this become my life like yeah. a year ago I was just a family man with my wife and kid. Like, how am I all of a sudden like going after and killing gang yeah. members? Like, and he it gives that look pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think at the end. So okay, your wife leaves you for like an entire year. You just completely one eightyed your life and started to train on how to kill people and become a badass. Yeah. I think you owe it to your wife an explanation for exactly what you did. Yeah. Because you did some crazy shit. Let's not just brush over the fact that you just literally became a trained killer yeah let's let's write down hey so for the past few months i've been training because i'm gonna get revenge on these gang members i got all the information i need i'm doing this and this and this i'm gonna take them down you know i'm willing to die doing it how about you go go look at my calendar yeah let's not brush over and just kind of be like i'm willing to die to make things right no no no. let's not let's tell her (laughs) exactly what the fuck you were doing because you were being a big baby in the beginning you were not being the strong dude that should have been helping out your woman when y'all both just fucking lost a baby together. He shouldn't be the one crying. Like, you can be in pain, but, like, you should be trying to be strong for your woman, right? On top of that, he picked, like, the worst day to do all of this. 
Yeah, I mean, why? <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve, like it's literally it's Christmas when he's doing all this. Like, Merry Christmas, honey. Like, I just killed God knows how many people. Like, I think because it happened, it happened on Christmas Eve when his son got shot because he's wearing a Christmas shirt. Right? Uh, yeah, it, it definitely was like during the holidays. It took like a full year, but like, yeah. damn, like couldn't have waited. Like, couldn't let your wife just get through the first. It's already hard enough on her. Well, maybe going through the, the holidays, like without her son and now her husband. Like, maybe it's the thing like uh, what Shane Gillis talks about with George Washington on Christmas Day, going across the river to go fight the yes, British or whatever. Yeah, I get it. Strategically, I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Like, like what, who the fuck would actually attack us on I, Christmas Eve? I, I don't know what like gang members Christmas schedules look like. Um, it didn't look like they were like the holliest, jolliest type people. I mean, they were definitely still out here mugging. <laughs> yeah, raping. Yeah, so like... I don't, are you really catching them that off guard? Like, I think it's just another day to them. Yeah, they don't, they don't even understand. They don't celebrate Christmas anymore. Yeah, so. I mean, clearly, like you said, they're essentially devil worshipers. Yeah, and then, like, they, yeah. So, just a pretty bad Christmas gift, all in all. Like, hey, we lost our son, and also, I'm a trained murderer. Mm-hmm. Is it murder? It's murder. Yeah, it's murder. It's yeah. murder. Like, Revenge murder. It would suck. Would, I mean, the, the, legally, he's in the wrong. Absolutely. Which, again, kind of shows like that this, conflict of the no dialogue thing with Kid Cuddy being the cop and showing up to the building. Any other cop, first off, is showing up a backup. Holy shit. Yeah, but let's not let's not go alone in a fucking suit jacket yeah, and, some and we're, slacks. Yeah, and we're infiltrating like a whole gang building. Like this is where they reside. Like they probably know they probably know this too. Like they're not dummies. They know this this the safe house, right? And uh, so he goes in, no backup. And first off, Brian, the main character, he's just killed. I mean, at least like fifteen dudes at this yeah. point. Trigger happy is what I'm getting at. So when Kid Cudi just pops around the corner, it's dark, and like this dude's got a gun on Brian, like. In all reality, Brian's probably capping his ass in real life. Like, but, just, I think, but he knows him, though. He recognizes him. He recognizes him, but like, it's a dark room. You just right, got done right, killing right. so many people. Like, You don't expect a, an unannounced cop to just kind of come yeah. save the day. And then he didn't really do much either. I mean, I, I guess he kind of helped well, with the bad guy. No, like, I thought it was hilarious how quickly he just jumped into the, the battle. Yeah. Like, he's a police officer detective. And then gets shot. Just as quickly. But he's a police officer detective who comes in to just investigate the scene because he knows that Brian's here, so he's coming to just maybe help him out, see what happens. He shoots one guy, turns around, fucking starts to dual wield, then just bah, 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 everybody that runs up the stairs, like he oh, fucking shit. 180. Yeah. Kid Cuddy really got his moment on screen yeah. right there. He just, he's like a by the book guy. You're assuming this guy's, because it's funny because he's a police officer and obviously. Brian's doing the vigilante work. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. So you kind of expect the cop to maybe give him a little bit of pushback or conflict of him doing this thing, maybe try to stop him, but also kind of helping him, yeah. you know, subtly. Give, give the whole talk like, I can't let you do this. Right, this isn't justice. Yeah. You know, justice is served by the book, and, yeah. you know. But there the was, whole criminal speech will differentiate us from criminals, right? But there's no conversation. This cop doesn't say a word. No. He just gives him that look of like, all right, yeah, let's do this. It's yeah. like, no, that's not how that works. At all. So it's hilarious with his, <laughs> with you expecting him to be a little bit apprehensive of the situation. Yeah. He just decides to fucking pop out dual with pistols and fucking. He's like, all right. Double I'll, tap everybody. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go. 
I guess. But you also got to think about the fact that, like, Kid Cudi's character, like, he's been investigating these guys. So he does know that they're evil. He knows that they're terrible. What's up? It's my phone's buzzing. It's uh, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock whenever I post for Crown. Nice. And my timer. <laughs> um, so anyways, so he's the cop. He's been investigating these guys. That's how Brian even found out about them in the first place. So he already knows that they're bad. So in a way, he's probably looking at Brian like, you know, you're actually kind of helping me. He's like, because I couldn't do this. But, I mean, now that you're doing it and I'm investigating, they're shooting me. Like, I had, like, yeah. full, I had full reason to be here. You know, because you said you were going to come here. I'm here to stop it. Yeah. But as soon as bullets start flying, like, no, it's, it's time to get to work. And just put him down. He's killing these dudes. And he's like, you know what? This is better than taking them to court. But didn't Brian die in the end? I was going to ask. Does he? He dies? All right. Yeah, that's why. She's reading that letter. She's reading Yeah. Okay. But how did he die? I don't really remember exactly. A lot of bullets. Yeah, a lot of bullets at the end where the main... Uh, Gang member gets killed. Mm. Him and Kid Cudi die next to each other. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the last shot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but again, you know, like didn't you really like know that well? It's like, wait, now he's gonna die after right. all this. Maybe there's gonna be a Silent Night too. He's back. <laughs> I'd watch the second one just for the shits of it. See what ha- see what they come up with. I you mean, Scott, you wouldn't see the second one. I would not see the second one. I'll tell you just what. to find out what happens, like what direction they went with it. Like, how are they going to do it again? You know what? Because you know I, it's going to be I, shitty. I, I, I think I know. I, I think I already know what happens. Because I just think it's funny whenever there's like Back a really the good garage. There's a really good action movie where the story ends, but they still make a number two to get that money grab, and the story is just the same shit. Or you're like, bro, what? I don't think this movie's going to do well enough for them to make a sequel. <laughs> Sorry, Cuddy. Yeah, probably not. Do you know how much it made in the box office? Because it. I mean, not many theaters were playing, and they played it like twice today, which is a pretty bad sign. And we were the only people in the theater. <laughs> that too. Made a million on its first day. Wow. All right. Two to three million? Yeah. It's three million. Oh, so how much How much was it made for then? So they made about three million. They, they estimate. Yeesh. Merry Christmas. A million on one day is, I guess, not that great, probably, but... Let me ask you this. Do you think people are going to the movie theater during the holidays? Well, I mean, despite our theater being empty, the parking lot was full at 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah, but I even... I mean, even when we went in there, like, I didn't see anybody. Because they're in the theater. I guess they're in the theater, yeah, yeah, but, like... Like I just I didn't see anybody else except for us, and I mean there were other places around the theater like bars, yep. restaurants, all that. So it's like, are they really all there at the theater? And you also got to think about the fact that like that theater is pretty big, a lot of workers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Uh, just you know went for a weird little cool Christmas movie and uh, just didn't hit for me. The budget was three million seven seven hundred fifty. Damn, so maybe broke they're, even. They're not. They're not. Um, yeah, I didn't overly enjoy it, but it was a fun watch. It was decent. Like, would I watch it again? 
No. Probably I would, not. I would, I would not. Probably not. I would probably pick Die Hard to watch, you know, during Christmas time. But wink. Yeah, wink wink. But Yeah, it's alright. <laughs> alright, so what are you rating it? Uh I was gonna give it I'm gonna give it a five point five. I'm would have just given it a five. But I'm going point five just because I like the action scene so much. Okay. I thought that was they did that very well. They were creative, like I explained earlier. So I'm gonna give it a little boost in the score just because of that. Storyline, story everything else, trash. Three point five. Okay. Scott. Yeah, I feel like they missed the mark on everything they tried to do except for action. Um, I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah. Like I hated the soundtrack. Oh, you I didn't hate, like the soundtrack? <laughs> I hated the cinematography. You loved the music. Yeah, I liked I liked the music at the end. When he's in the safe house, like they're playing like kind of like that dark, kind of like house music the whole time. I I liked I liked the end. It was like, like kind of screamo. So like it kind of fit like the villains that he was killing. I was like, okay, yeah, this is totally what these guys listen to. Makes so much sense. Um, but leading up to it, no, I was not a big fan of like the music that they were playing throughout the movie. I feel like there were a lot of serious like. I think it was the fights like the first guy that he gets to his house that he kidnaps and he's got him in the house and like when they start fighting I just remember listening to music I was like this is kind of corny like this is the music like mm. and uh, so 3.5 when he's having the flashbacks about like his son's life so corny because he's having yes. these flashbacks inside of a Christmas ornament <laughs> yeah. So, yeah come on it could be full screen <laughs> <laughs> No, bro. It's got to have the Christmas spirit. Yeah, they just had to somehow incorporate. They had to like remind themselves, like, oh shit, there's a Christmas movie. Also, randomly, to Christmassy, when he gets shot in the throat, you're like, what the fuck? And then he's going through the hospital, and Silent Night is playing out of nowhere in the hospital. It's like Silent Night as they're shoving him through the hospital. Yeah, like out of nowhere. Like, there's no real motivation to play a Christmas song at that point in the movie. They're definitely not playing that. I mean, I don't think they're playing that in a hospital right now. It was supposed Maybe. to be like it was playing in the hospital. It was it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But still, a funny choice. I'm just like in the ICU. Like this is where people are dying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Silent night. That's and that's that was a you... pretty gr- that was a pretty uh, gory surgery yeah. scene. Yeah, they were showing. It was it did, honestly because I knew it was kind of like an over the top. Because I knew it was an over the top movie, it didn't gross me out too much as opposed to like being like really painful. Like if it was something that was like a realist, like a better, more realistic movie. That would have been more gross to me of how gory they showed it, but it was still pretty gory. It was blood, stitches, everything like just on the screen yeah. for like a minute. I will say one good thing besides uh, the action sequences was the match cut of his wife's tears rolling down her face, and then the tear falls off, and then it cuts to um, a bullet falling on the ground. Oh, yeah, in the range. Yeah, yeah. That, was that was cool. There were some cool shots, there were some. There was something I th- I liked that I thought was not well done, but it gave me a good idea of whenever it like zooms in on her eyes like three times to show the pain. I thought it would have been cooler if it was just like uh, if she walked up and the camera con- like consistently zoomed and then just like got real close to the, the extreme close up on her eyes and it just stayed there for a little yeah. bit. So it like really shows you the pain. Like that would have been better as opposed to just the corny zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Also, another little plot hole. Like, so after his surgery, he's 
staring at himself in the mirror, like trying to scream, and he can't yeah. project any type of vocal. Like he can't make a sound. But then during the movie, I definitely remember hearing him like yell, like when he was like fighting. I was like, wait, did can, he? Yeah, like you could hear him like ah, and I was like, can he? Can he make noise or not? Or I don't not? remember that. It happened, it happened like a couple times. And I'm just watching. I was like, so can he talk? Like, if he really tried? <laughs> like, and uh, maybe so his, maybe his pull ups helped him bring his voice back. You know, I don't know obviously strange. how that works, <laughs> like that surgery or like what that means. Like, can you not make another sound for the rest of your life? Or maybe after a year, like you can kind of like, ah, like make a, some kind of yeah. noise. But. I thought that was weird. Like he was screaming and I was like, well, if you can scream <coughs> and like make a noise, you could totally just be like, you could make a word. Yep. So. Sound like RFK. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. Just uh, not, not the biggest fan of it. One, my probably my favorite action scene is not because it was the most badass, but I always like a shit like a shotgun scene, like when they're rolling through a stairwell with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of satisfying watching just like one piece people just pff, they're yeah. done. Like because that that's real, Scott. You've seen John Wick four, right? No. Okay, yeah, I know you haven't seen it. Look no. up John Wick four shotgun fight scene. This is probably the coolest cinematography. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. Alright, pause it. Is it in our headphones? Nothing. Okay, that's fine. We'll just you can just turn it up on the computer. But watch this scene. The cinematography is insane. Dude. Yeah, you can tell the budget difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unlimited ammo. Well, the good thing about the John Wicks... Okay, something about this movie, and you can pause it, yeah. Isn't that the most badass... That's badass. Scene, like, action scene? And it does... Okay, so seeing that, it kind of reminded me of, like, what I was thinking during the movie we just watched. Um, when it's the shot of, the, like, the 
up top going down the stairs. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that they would play around with that and like it would just show him like going up while they're going down. Yeah. And it's just a one shot kind of like that. And like he's just going up, blowing dudes like out of the stairs, yeah. you know, all yeah, that. Yeah. But then they just went for like just the typical. Yeah. Like, like, like if it starts low with him and then climbs up to show them coming down and maybe comes back down where he meets them. Yeah. And like if you had done that one shot, I think that would have looked a lot better. But they just went for like just typical action shots yeah so but i thought that's what they were doing so i was like kind of i was like oh damn this is cool this, this is different and then they didn't do it i was like well what was the point of that yeah so like you you had a good thing going right there yeah so like the shotgun scene reminded me of that scene but that scene and the budget difference and just the choreography yeah that's maybe not way. choreography necessarily but definitely the way that it's shot and made is fucking insane yeah john so. wick 4 is the best john wick just because the scenes are so incredible like that the colors the i mean the fiery shotgun is it looks so cool on the camera yeah a hundred million dollars they made john wick four with and it made four hundred million dollars dude come on makes sense but uh yeah we we did not watch john wick four no we, we didn't even get anywhere close to john wick four but so john wick's you said unlimited ammo during that clip but john wick is known for always reloading and being like realistic with yeah that. okay like, i'll give you that uh, yeah. so it was nice seeing him having to reload yeah it's not because it, it's really annoying whenever they don't reload because it's just like bro like we just it's not possible you yeah. can't just have a hundred bullets in your pistol yeah. so when, you, is, when he reloads after a little bit and i'm not sure if they accurately kept track i think in john wick maybe they accurately keep track of how many bullets he shot to yeah. know when he would actually need to reload that's how they do their yeah. choreography um I don't know if they did it. I don't know if they had that much detail in this movie, but at least it was nice to see him have to reload like mid fight. Yeah. A couple of times, which is also, so I guess that's another problem that I have with the silent night is like, you'll see this dude with his pistol just unloading it and like way more bullets than you already know he can yeah. pack in that pistol. And then all of a sudden, like at just a very corny moment, that's when he runs out of ammo. And like that happens probably four times in this movie. And mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, like, now, oh, what, now he's out of bullets? Yeah. There was one good time where he, went, where he ran out mid-sheet. Like, he got one bullet off, and then it clicked before he could get the final shot. Mm -hmm. um, but it's nice seeing him. That at least had a little bit of realism. There yeah. was definitely some, you know, 100% not possible yeah. stuff, but it was still cool. Like, the CGI car flip, like, I guess they didn't have that much money to flip a car, realistically, because <laughs> they had a big CGI car flip. That's yeah. it definitely could have been done practically, but I guess it just cost too much. That was the first stunt, and it's like obviously not real. You're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You hate to see that in an action movie. Yeah. You want to see like a John Wick. Like that's him doing that. You know? Yes. You and that's that always like helps an action movie when you're like seeing all of this happen. Yeah, like so and you you know that this is real. Like he had to like train for this scene, mm -hmm. like all that. Like I always think that's so cool in a movie, and then you see that car accident or they did it again uh when he breaks into the dude's house that he's about to kidnap and he like sh like throws him off the stairs like i don't think that was real either probably not it looked like pretty cgi and i was like yeah. dude get a man that's willing to just i mean there's <laughs> plenty of them in hollywood these stuntmen i mean they literally get a cliff booth yeah get a cliff booth like you can throw them in front of a car like, you can throw them off a train all the yeah. way he'll, he'll love it yeah and, It'll make his day. Like, 
They couldn't even get a guy to just throw off some stairs. Come yeah. on. Safety concerns. And also, John Wu is known for his martial arts training. Like, his whole thing is his martial arts choreography and his action moves. Yeah. No, and that's what, you know. The so, fights, you expect the, to have the, real the fight scenes look good, but, like, I'm just saying, like, stuff like that. I was like, dude, you could totally find somebody yeah. to just throw off some stairs. Like That's what I'm it. saying. It's surprising that John Wu yeah. didn't get somebody yeah. like that. So, I'm giving it a 3.5. Scott gave it a 3. You gave it a 5.5. Is that your lowest score? Mm-mm. What was your lowest? I think I gave Sisu a 4. I'd take Sisu over this. At least Sisu just, like, kind of bought into the fact that they well, were ridiculous. But, like, this movie is, like, trying to seem realistic yeah, in I a think, sense. I think 5.5 is a little high. At least Sisu, they, they tell you at the beginning that he's, like, a legend. Like, it's a war legend. So, you can kind of interpret it as, like, this isn't real. This didn't happen. Like, maybe this is just, like, a survivor, like, telling a story about this guy, you know? Yeah. It, like, buys into its own ridiculousness. So it's like, okay, kind of respect that. But with this movie, like, they're wanting you to buy into the fact that this dude just trained in his garage for a year and all of a sudden he's fighting, like, Jason Bourne or John Wick. Yeah. I'm not buying it. All he had was a dumbbell and a pull-up bar and a dummy that he stabbed. Like, you're not learning how to fight from that. Yeah. You're literally, like, nobody's fighting you back. You don't know what it means to, like, catch momentum in a real fight. And no. Actually stab a dude and like see like how that go like you know there's just there's levels to it and it's just yeah. like because this quote has been said later but you always got a plan until you get punched in the face that's yeah. one of Mike Tyson's most famous quotes yeah and and his plan he can plan all at once until he actually gets punched or shot in the fucking chest yeah it's like he gets punched in the face or shot in the chest mm-hmm. then. <laughs> he might be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> oh fuck." Wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> like, I can just have another kid. But also, it's kind of funny because his first encounter, he fucking bo- botches it and gets stabbed in the leg. Yeah, his first encounter, he was, he got a rude awakening very quickly. Maybe. Hey, but he stuck to his plan. He got punched in the face and stabbed in the leg, and so he maybe continued forward. Yeah, because first off, he didn't even get answers from the guy, which was the whole point. No, he did. That's how he got all the information. Does the guy like write it down? Because remember, whenever oh, he does keep him. Yeah, and because whenever Kid Cudi's looking through the PowerPoint, the nice PowerPoint presentation mm-hmm. he he uh, created for him with that nice arrows and diagrams. There's a cool shot of the paper that he made him sign. It has a bunch of writing on it, but there's also blood splattered on it. Gotcha. Okay. So you're kind of like, oh part. shit, what the fuck yeah, is he doing? I missed that part. Maybe it, to me, like whenever he kidnapped that dude and like they ended up fighting, I was like, well, maybe this was like a weird way for him to like train himself, to, like actually fight a guy and see how he would do. Yeah. There's a lot that could have been done with this movie. Could have been much better. Yeah. But, you know, John Woo is known for his action and the action was the one thing this movie had going for it. Yeah. I gave it a 5.5. I kind of wish I gave it a 4.5, to be honest with you. Now I'm yeah. thinking about it. I don't think it's better than any other. I don't think it's better than just an average movie. It sucks more than it's good. Yeah. Uh, not, not a fan. But I was just, I think I gave it a higher score because I was looking forward to watching it. A little bias there. Yeah. Everything was lit like an act, like it was supposed to be an action scene. So like the spaces were lit rather than like a lot of intention on every shot. Mm-hmm. And there was like sixty percent of it was like him being emotional and like crying. Right? Yes. Compared to the action, which is like what it was supposed to be, I feel like. 
Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, I would say, yeah, 60% is probably emotion. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably 60%. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would just kill your momentum. It would just like literally kill it. Yeah. He drives on a bridge, stops, and his car rests for a little bit. Killed it, but. All right. Any final words? Um, if you're going to do an action movie with no words, it needs to pretty much just be all action. True. <laughs> so that's a good fucking point. Yeah, like, that's that's all I'm gonna say. Like it, it's obviously it was a risk that John Woo took. Um, but like, dude, if you're gonna do it, do it. Like, I'm do not it. here to just watch this guy cry and then like beat up people every once in a while. Like, I wanted to see. It was called. Uh, it's called Silent Night, and he has a bloody fucking face and a gun to his mouth. Does he have an earpiece in too? What is that? <laughs> he looks like a like a cop. It looks like an earpiece, but I don't think it is. Anyway. Nice as it gets smaller as you collect it. <laughs> I think it's just a shadow on his ear. Yeah. Anyway, so, right, he looks like a badass in this, so I'm expecting it to be, they said there's no words, so I'm expecting it to be just fucking. Just full throttle. From the get-go, just yes. getting after it. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't. And it wasn't. the action was cool, but it didn't live up to the hype. Nope. Which is surprising. But whatever. Would you recommend it to anybody? I would not. Thank you for asking. I would not tell people like, dude, yeah, like go spend an hour and 40 minutes of your life and watch this movie with no words and a little bit of action. Yeah. If it was action nonstop, I would recommend it. Yeah. But because of all the emotion. Yeah. Sorry about it. Yep. All right. Thank you all for listening. Um, If you have seen Silent Night, let us know in the comments what you thought about it. What's your take on the movie? Um, if you're a John Woo fan, don't get mad at us. And yeah. feel, feel free to hate on us, though. Hey, We'd love to hear you back up this movie. That's what we like about this podcast. It's about discussing a movie. Yeah. My opinion is not the same as your opinion, so let's talk about it. Yes. Me and Gray love to argue on this podcast. Well it's, the best part. it's the best part of the show. Beautifully said. All right. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening. If you want some Crown Cinema merch, go to crowncinemashop.com. Subscribe, and we're out. Well, I've been working like a dog trying to buy my next meal. Seems all I do is drive. And when the boss man sends my next check in the mail, I'll have enough for closing time. And I've been cussing like a sailor since I ran out of weed. My tank is running dry, so I'll head on down to the railroad track and tell that man I need a ride. He says you're just in luck, cause there's one more seat there.